This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I got fancy feet. I, they look normal to me. Yeah, I guess that's what I meant to say. It's I'm footloose and fancy free. <laughs> All right. That, that doesn't really explain uh, anything any better to what me. What do you mean? You're footloose and fancy free? Yeah, what I'm just ready mean? to go. Oh, okay. I'm in a good mood. I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, okay. I thought it was like, I'm leaving my old life behind. I'm footloose and fancy free now. I'm leaving my negative feelings behind, oh, right. Tom. Well, hey, that's great to hear. I'm coming into this experience with a positive attitude uh-huh. and uh, gratitude. Wow. I went, I, I uh, what do you do? When this happens, I, mm-hmm. I, I uh, took a lift over here. Yeah. L-Y-F-T. L-Y-F-T. You didn't take a British elevator over here. You did take an elevator, though. I never Two used, elevators. No, I never used the elevator what in about this building. where you live? Did you use the elevator? Yeah, I took the elevator okay. down. <laughs> yeah, so you used an elevator. Yeah. Um, I take the stairs at your place, yeah. Tom, because yeah. you told me about that one time you got stuck in the <laughs> elevator and it sounded awful. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, you know, and unfortunately, I do live on the seventy eighth floor. But look, I get my steps. Yeah, mm-hmm. you see these guys that like uh, you know when they have that event where it's like run up the steps of the Empire State Building, yeah. and like psychopaths are like, "This is fun," <laughs> but then there's this one guy that always does it. Like he did it in eight minutes. <laughs> really? Like, How do you even do that? Yeah, I could get down in eight minutes. Right, uh, tuck and roll, was my he friend. Wearing uh, moon shoes? He might have been wearing Nickelodeon moon shoes. Yeah. Uh, we, we talked about, uh, last week on, on our Patreon show, uh, the, the movie repossessed starring Leslie Nielsen, uh, a, uh, exorcist ex the exorcist parody, right? A parody of the movie called the exorcist, right? Uh, where are you going with this? Oh, uh, in the beginning of the counselor, mo- where are you going with this? <laughs> in the beginning of the movie, uh, he falls out a flight of steps, but they do that gag where they just keep showing it from uh, different yeah, angles. Yeah. And it seems like it's takes like a half minute to fall down the yeah. and that never gets old love i love it. that that's every my time. favorite gag you <laughs> <laughs> should do that in every movie comedy drama yeah just having documentary. a documentary having a guy going ooh, ooh. <laughs> like a 90 seconds straight yeah um i uh you ever do this you know it's uh you order the lift uh-huh. on your phone yeah and then uh it comes Mm-hmm. And as soon as it's like your driver is here, like in the app, you get a phone call. Ah, uh, yeah. From where like some, where like, are you? Florida number, and you're just yeah. Like, so I I, ne- I always send it right to voicemail. Uh huh. Then like this was it's like, sir, I'm here. Come to. It's like mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> yeah, the app. The told app me. didn't tell me like where you were until you were here. Like yeah. it's like oh, it's uh, you know coming in three minutes but we'll tell you in a minute when it's you know oh, like they a, do that now they always play like fast and loose with like <laughs> oh really i haven't taken uh like a uber or a lyft anywhere in a while i yeah. guess but then i get in there she, what, how would you respond to this like, mm-hmm. i was like hey for tim you know you get yeah in. yeah make make sure it's the right uber he goes yes lyft. sir uh he's a nice man he's an older man mm-hmm. and i was like oh thank you very much you know like yeah. uh like because I say thank you when I get yeah, in yeah, for yeah, coming, yeah, I guess. You're raised polite. Thank yeah. you for coming. I, you know, for coming and picking me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that's what I mean by it. Yes. 
Uh, and he said, ah, thank you very much, sir. And God bless you. Uh-huh. And I didn't sneeze or anything. I think right, he was just right. saying, uh, God bless you to me. Uh-huh. How would you respond? Right back at you. I said, thanks, same to you. Yeah. And he chuckled and said, thank you. But like, what am I supposed to say? Am I supposed to say, the Lord, the good Lord bless you as well? Uh, you could have, I mean, you could have taken a page out of the exorcist and when he said it, gone, <laughs> like it physically hurt you. Yes, I, you relate everything back to the exorcist. <laughs> it's the lens I view my life through now, Tim. <laughs> it's a problematic, uh, world Look, view, I don't want to get taken over by a demon. All right. I and, know. uh, I'm willing to, uh, do whatever it takes. I don't think I would mind getting taken over by a demon. You would. I think once they got the demon out of me, Tom. Uh, you'd want him back. You'd miss him. No, I think everybody would have like a newfound level of respect. Like I didn't like a lot of people would probably see me and be like, uh, not realize it was a demon in me mm-hmm. and be like, I didn't know Tim went that hard. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> and be like, oh, we better not cross Tim because he said some things about, uh, my mother and what yeah. she does in hell. Uh-huh. And I don't want to hear that kind of stuff again. Yeah. He escalated things uh, far too. So you think people would start respecting you more because the demon that took over your body They'd would watch scare their them? Step around me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you just start snapping at people more. I wish you could like. Uh, maybe you can do this. Maybe this is a service. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, <laughs> if I say it out loud, like you make a deal with a demon. Hey, you get to hang out in my body. They don't have any kind of services <laughs> like this. At least reputable ones. You can you can you can uh hang out in my body for twenty four uh-huh. hours. Then you gotta go. Then you gotta go. Yeah, don't make deals with demons, Tim. You can't trust them. Yeah, but if you find one A reputable demon. A reputable demon. It's like a needle in a haystack. Wants Tim. to raise some hell here on earth for twenty four hours. Uh-huh. To get get your friends to respect you more. Not even friends. I I would want them to walk around the neighborhood. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh huh. And just and get everybody. Way. You know, uh, local toughs, street mm-hmm. gangs. There's a lot yeah. of street gangs near me. Oh, really? Yeah. That's I weird. Want them to be like, oh, we're not going to hassle this nice guy. Nice neighborhood. I wouldn't think there would be so many street gangs. Tom, oh, they... the world is going to hell. You you haven't been watching TV. <laughs> you haven't been watching uh, 24 hour news, Tom. Yeah. Uh, I've been the, the world outside of our doors is a war zone. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, uh, you do hear that a lot. What? That that yeah, the world's going to hell. Yeah, in a handbasket. Yeah, well, I'm gonna bring hell to the world to yeah. scare away the. What does that mean? Hell in a handbasket. You go in a. You know, the basket that you like holding Yeah, like Toto, like Dorothy had Toto yeah, in a handbasket. Yeah, like an Easter basket, maybe. Okay, but you, you. Hell is in the handbasket, or you're going to hell and you're in the handbasket? You're being transported to hell in a a handbasket. The way that Toto was transported to Oz in a handbasket. In a handbasket, okay. Why? Why does it have to be that way? Uh, Maybe a giant's bringing you there? A giant demon? Yeah. I think Satan's pretty big. Yeah, I've seen him portrayed as big and small. Uh, needless to say, if anybody, uh, the the topic this week is Sesame Street. Um, if anybody's listening with their child and wondering, why are these guys going on and on about demons? Yeah, this is not, you should probably turn this off now if Sesame. there's a child present. I, I think, I just want to say that. Yeah. 
He's like, Tom, I know you have a expose on Cookie Monster that mm-hmm. you're going. Some and- somebody out there, you know, has uh, uh, searched Sesame Street on their phone very quickly and given it to given that phone to a crying child right now. Yeah, <laughs> here, just listen. Here it says Sesame Street. Listen to this. <sighs> My kid has moved on. My son, my lovely two-year-old mm-hmm. son, has moved on from Sesame Street to uh, he loves Blippy now. Yeah. This is why. This is why YouTube stands. We need to take a freaking axe to the internet servers. <laughs> I thought you were gonna uh, say something worse. Like, oh, he's moved past uh, Sesame Street now. He's real into. Uh, dream on <laughs> oh, man. i've been trying to get him into dream on because for the most part uh-huh it's a lot of fun yeah what's, and that then guy's, there's a what's the guy's dad. name benjamin buttons the, uh, the, the, the actor the main actor oh ben uh brian ben ben brian ben ben yeah that's yeah that's a, a name. fun name too yeah. if he was benjamin ben 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 yeah that'd be great and then that's how it's like when you got you see a guy named like Johnny Johnson or something. It's like, yeah, why but, did your parents do that? <laughs> but it's understandable if it's if your last name is like John John to name you then John. Yeah, three is funny. It yeah. it goes that way where it comes all the way back around again. Yeah, and you're kind of jealous of like you know I'd like if my name was something like Tom Tom Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nobody'd ever take me seriously, but. Uh, yeah, it'd be fun once in a while. Yeah. I might just start doing it anyway. You can just change your name, Tom. Yeah, that's a pain in the butt. Um, I don't know why I said butt instead of <laughs> thinking about that. Uh, there's a lot of kids listening. Yeah, the kids. Um, okay, so he's moved off Sesame Street and on to Blippi. Yeah, and it's I because think- of the YouTube. Like, YouTube is like you, you're watching Elmo videos mm-hmm. and then like... I leave the room for a second to refill my coffee. Yeah. I come back, Blippi's on the screen because Elmo is like, no, show more Elmo. Don't don't choose a whole other guy to show my kid. You <laughs> yeah. don't get to do that. Yeah. Yeah, because if there's one thing uh, kids love, it's just watching the same shit over and over. Yeah. So, yeah, just let him like, be. This guy, Blippi, really speaks to him. Yeah. Yeah, kids love Blippi. Yeah, he's this man. He's like a like 30-year-old man. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he like he only very occasionally interacts with kids in the videos. Yeah, he's like always talking to the camera, right? Yeah, and when he in- when he interacts with kids, it's like yeah. this kid, this guy has never been around children <laughs> in his whole life, and like most of it is just him like What's being up, like, bro? "I'm gonna go to the toy <laughs> store now," and yeah. like he's like playing with toys. And it's like there's no there's no value to this, like. To my son, it's like, you have these same toys over there. Yeah. Why don't you just go play with yeah, them? Yeah, I don't want to just watch a video of a man playing with them. They do. Yeah. And I guess also it's like, I don't know, maybe you want to like teach kids like, hey, if you go in a toy store and there's like a man alone dressed weird playing with the toys, talking to a non-existent yeah. camera, maybe that's not a safe thing. Maybe that's not a good thing. Yeah. And then, and then he does this thing. Mm-hmm. Oh God! I hate this freaking guy. At the end of <laughs> at the end of the uh, the videos, he's like, "And remember, let's spell my name together so you can search for more videos." And B L I P P I. So my wife and I were always spelling things in front of in front of the kid that like you know like if and he now hear- he knows how Blippi spelled exactly. So like when like 
he's crying. It's like, should we get him some M-I-L-K? But if we say milk, yeah. he'll immediately start going like, yeah, milk, 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 that's milk. the problem. Give me milk. Yeah. Or like, oh, hey, we're out of M-I-L-K. Can you pick it up later? Mm. Right. Like, but now it's just like, uh, should I turn Boy, on this kid loves milk, huh? <laughs> Tom. You ba- just can't mention it around him. Huh? Babies love milk. I think you'll find this from most parents of young yeah. children. You mentioned milk. These kids go fucking bananas. <laughs> I don't know. I think I know kids that aren't real into milk. Oh. My niece isn't real into milk. Well, she's like six now, Yeah, right? but I'm saying even when she was younger. She, ask, she's five, but- Ask your brother. No, because he doesn't like milk, so they just like don't have milk in yeah, the house. Yeah, they gave her coffee, Tom. This doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, she likes coffee. I know. <laughs> but she likes I'd rather co- I could be into but milk. she likes her coffee black. Right. Yeah, she doesn't uh, want, she'll drink any coffee she can get. Um, but uh, yeah, I've seen a little, I feel like it, maybe this is just because my frame of time is different nowadays, but that kids aren't into things very long anymore. Yeah. I mean, milk is kind of like timeless, though, I would <laughs> right. say. No, milk but is I'm like just, sustenance, it tastes good. Like, I'm just the first thinking thing about how when my niece was two, Elmo, the world began and ended with Elmo. Right. And then like a year later, you know, uh, who's this Elmo? Who's this Elmo guy? I don't even know him. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know him. What was your name again? Yeah. Yeah. She she says stuff like that to him. Like, that's very mean to Elmo. Cutting. (laughs) Um, So have you, is is that kind of what happened with your kid and Sesame Street? Yeah. Okay. And like, look, we'll get into Sesame Street. And I'm not just going to talk. I know some people are like, Tim talks about his son all the time. Yeah, I do. I don't do anything. (laughs) Yeah, literally you told me beforehand, uh, because I was saying to you, I'm kind of surprised we've never done Sesame Street. And uh, you mentioned, oh, I came up with that idea because it was just like, what are the things I've had conversations about lately? Yeah. I also pitched an episode on milk, Tom. (laughs) We've done episodes on milk. I know. At least one episode on milk. Yeah. I hope my son isn't listening to this. He's probably going nuts. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Milk, milk. Milk. That guy that comes over sometimes, he keeps saying milk. Dad's uh, friend. He knows you, Tom. Yeah. He called you out. He uh He called me out. Yeah. Um in a book. We got a tired, book. Tired of my shit. We got a book with a picture of you in it. Excuse me? Fred of the show Christine made a book uh for him of all uh-huh. of all of our friends. Oh, really? Yeah. He likes the Tom page. Oh. Well, yeah. hey, who wouldn't? What am I doing on it? Uh, well, it's very inappropriate. We, we, <laughs> wow. And also, I don't remember uh, signing any licensing, any uh, likeness. And Tom, guess what? What? I saw this book on the bestseller list. <laughs> what? They're yeah, selling this just, book everywhere? Yeah. I thought Christine just like made a copy. No. Yeah, no. She made a deal with, with yeah. one of the big publishing houses, it I sounds think like. So. Huh. Yeah. The same uh, one that like uh, does like Glenn Beck's books. Oh, and, really? Like, uh, okay. Sean Hannity. <laughs> weird. Yeah. Very weird. I got to see this book, Tim. I'm dying to know what it else is, is going on in here. the charts on Is fire. it me with a background or am I like cut out of a background? No, it's like you're in a picture with other people. Oh, okay. And um, what the is name it of the say? Book, the name of the book, Tom. Uh-huh. Is uh, some dopes my dad knows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's accurate. Uh, it was made before he was born. Oh, okay. 
and Christine gave it as like a baby shower gift. Uh-huh. Um, and it's called You Already Have So Many Friends. Because uh-huh. that's like what Christine's all about. You yeah, know, like, yeah. Hey, and then it's like stuff about Finally like. Finally getting a friend. Community and like the importance of bonds and then like uh-huh. a lot of like and uh you know and uh, the women's right to choose and stuff it's like <laughs> all right it's, it's not even born yet <laughs> um I, I, su- I support this but like irrelevant yeah. to this uh yeah. current situation yeah. uh the baby can't vote well i'd still like to see this book does it have my name printed in it no it doesn't okay so he knows you uh-huh yeah does He's he, impressed by you, Tom. Does he say Tom when he... Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah. How come he never calls me? On the phone? Yeah. Um, I bet if you told him the next time you saw him, like... <laughs> call, call me on me the phone? On, on the phone, like... He'd he remember would, He would ask that. to call you all the time. Yeah, that's how I got... Uh, last time I talked to my niece on the phone, that's how I got some candy the next time I saw her. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was showing me all of her Halloween candy, and I was like, uh, you know, your uncle gets a cut of that, right? And as a joke, but the next time I saw... And her parents were like, yeah, she was adamant, like, we have to bring this, <laughs> he said. Uh, but, you know, win-win. Now, I where's my candy. dark roast? <laughs> Um. All right. So let's talk about Sesame Street. Yeah, the street, as yeah. I call it. The, oh, the uh, that sounds like some uh, you know, new rebooted version. No, Tom. All some right. edgy version for, for people who might not know. Uh huh. Very quickly, Sesame Street is an American educational children's television series that combines live action sketch comedy. Tom, we love both those things. Uh huh. Animation and puppetry. I love all those things. Yeah. Um, it was created by, who was it created by, Tom? Jim Henson. Nope. What? You're absolutely wrong. PBS. Joan Gans Cooney and Lloyd Morissette. George Clooney's mom. Yeah. Um, no, Joy, Joan Gans Cooney. Um, she, uh, she's a lady. Uh-huh. And she's like, hey, this was like, I don't know. It was, uh, she started it in uh, 1970. Oh, man. The basic, basic goddamn information here, huh? <laughs> oh, it started in uh, 1969. Okay. Uh, the Summer of Love. No, nah, I think 68 was the Summer of Love. Yeah, but 69. Right. You know, the... Well, that's, that's lust. <laughs> the Summer of Lust. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, that was back when, like, TV was like, uh, you know, the vast wasteland of, yeah, you know, like. The good the, old days. Yeah, where they're like, there's nothing of it. And, like, she was like, what if we made educational content for kids? Because, mm-hmm. like, Captain Kangaroo is on. Not Captain Kangaroo, but, like, Bozo the Clown and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Howdy Doody. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, yeah, shut up, lady. Yeah, Stop making boring, boring the, there stuff. There was entertainment for children, but. The idea of they could also learn something from this. This isn't just like a treat for the kid or a way for the parent to put their kid in front of the TV for a half hour while right. they take a dump or whatever. And the other thing was low-income mm-hmm. kids and kids in cities yeah. um, often did not have access to pre-kindergarten yeah. um, education. Mm-hmm. And uh, Joan Cooney was an educator, and she was like, well, why don't we use TV to like replicate yeah. that experience? Like, mm-hmm. you have fun, you sing songs, you learn stuff, and kids go to 
preschool and they have a great time. Put yeah. preschool on TV in a fun way. Mm-hmm. And they're like, still sounds kind of boring, lady. <laughs> and then she's like, all right, puppets. And then she was, she called up Jim Henson, who was lighting the world on fire with like coffee ads and stuff. <laughs> um, and was like, hey, can you do some stuff? And he's like, hell yeah. And then immediately everybody was like, ah, Jim Henson must have created this because yeah. he did all the cool stuff. I mean, it sounds, I mean, he still kind of did. It sounds like she came up with the idea of having a show for kids and then having puppets and hiring Jim Henson. But then he did all the like heavy lifting. I mean, no, like you, you watch, uh, like there are cartoons. He had nothing to do with like the cartoons. Oh, okay. Um, the fact that, yeah, I don't know who came up with like the, the community of the street, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's like a lot of, especially in old episodes, it'd be like for a while, there'd just be like a kid and like a grown up who wasn't his dad or whatever talking for a while. (laughs) Just sitting on the street. And then like Big Bird would stroll up and say something and then be like, all right, see you later. And then the kid and the, the the man would keep talking. Like, (laughs) you'd be like, all right, I guess. Like, you're just going to use Big Bird sparingly. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure that suit's hot. It's not comfortable to me. And so. You could probably hear uh, the person right off camera. Well, in the beginning, Tom, it was actually a real big bird. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Well, that changes everything. He's big and yellow and childlike. I was reading up some uh, some like trivia about uh, Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. So this boring history. Tom, see, you're the Jim Henson to, to my... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Trying to spice things yeah, up here. Yeah, live it up, buddy. Um, uh, reading about other versions of... Uh, Sesame, Sesame Street, because yeah, okay. it's it's been translated all over the world. You just keep forgetting the word <laughs> Sesame Street. Yeah. Uh, in Afghanistan, they had a version where uh, Oscar the Grouch and Count Von Count were minimized on the Afghani version due to cultural taboos against trash and vampirism. All right, look taboos about like nobody likes trash <laughs> yeah except for Oscar oh, yeah, I, well i mean that's they don't want to show somebody who likes it yeah oscar the grout and and the vampirism like of course nobody wants to like yeah Afghani- <laughs> afghanistan's doing things right over there <laughs> well, you want to promote vampires to children yeah, or anybody yeah. There, there are cultural taboos around vampire vampirism. Yeah, I mean, there's a cultural tat- taboo, not tattoo. A cultural I got a cultural tattoo. <laughs> a cultural taboo around like real vampires. I think in most countries, except Transylvania. Yeah, I don't know. I think if you go to Transylvania, they're like, we're not like that's not really what we're about. Yeah, I, I kind of don't want to bring it up because do you remember like a long time ago? We made fun of Transylvania and like a listener from Transylvania sent this like scathing email to us. That's how you remember it. Uh-huh. It was actually Romania. <laughs> okay. And we said some things and like, you know, the uh, Romani people mm-hmm. like have been very uh, discriminated against. Yeah. So like looking back. I think we were in the wrong because we were like, they're all vampires because it's Romania. I think I was talking about Transylvania. I know. But... Or I was confused. <laughs> what do you think is the <laughs> likelier <laughs> scenario here? Uh, so, yeah, the, they they minimize Oscar and the count. And then also in uh, Nigeria's version of the Cookie Monster eats yams. 
And his catch his catchphrase is "Me want yam." I mean, yeah, tracks. If it's if it's catchphrase was "Me want cookies," and then he right. eats yams, and he's just like, "I had to settle." Yeah, but it's weird because they they say the Nigerian version of the Cookie Monster eats yams, but they don't say, and he's called the Yam Monster, right? But presumably, he's called the Yam Monster. Think if he's, uh, if he's eating yams all the time. Jules comes back from. Uh... Nigeria, and he's like, you know what they call the cookie monster in Nigeria? <laughs> the yam monster. You know what he says? Me want yams. <laughs> um, oh, and you were talking about cartoons. I wanted to mention this, because I, I I, think I did know this, but that... Um, cartoons are drawings done by people. What? Not real. Uh, Tom, what? when... At what point, at what age do you think, mm-hmm. if somebody asked you, was that a cartoon or was live it action. live action, do you think you would be able to say, like, definitively? I think pretty early on. But I think if you asked me, how was a cartoon made? I, oh, yeah. That would send me off in a spiral of, like, I've never thought about that. How is a cartoon made? Yeah. Um, all I know is I was having a conversation with a four-year-old who uh-huh. was like, uh, hey, I really love, I've been watching a lot of The Little Mermaid. And I was uh-huh. like, the cartoon or the live action? And like- and they started crying. Yeah, like it was like her brain <laughs> broke. It was like, it's like, all right. Uh, yeah, a four-year-old I think should know the I don't difference know. between like- Maybe not live action, but if you were like the one with cartoons or the one with real people in it. Right. They, they would probably know. Hmm. Uh, unless they would go, well, you know, nowadays there's so much CGI that it's basically the same thing. I think that was her ultimate. That was, was her a commentary. Um, but yeah, so anyway, what I was going to say about animation, in the first season, both Batman and Superman appeared in short cartoons produced by oh, Filmation. Yeah. Uh in one clip, Batman told Bert and Ernie to stop arguing and take turns choosing what to watch on TV. In another segment, Superman battled a giant chimp. That sounds so educational. They should have kept those cartoons going. It sounds like uh, kids could have really learned. I love that. Like it was like we're going to make this educational with a with a splash of fun, and it's like, all right, uh, we'll do the ABCs, and then Superman will fight a chimp. <laughs> <laughs> and then you ever see a clip of like like nowadays it's like Ed Sheeran came mm-hmm. on and sang a song about like the letter F or whatever, yeah. right? But uh you ever see a clip of like uh uh Stevie Wonder came on and he played superstition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't adapt it at all for children. He yeah. just played the... it's like ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Stevie Wonder. Yeah, it, <laughs> and he it, just with... like and that was like his new single at the time. Yeah, it was cool. You ever you ever see that clip? I don't think so. There's just a bunch of kids sitting on Sesame Street, like hanging mm-hmm. on like fire escapes and stuff. Yeah. And uh, Stevie Wonder's just playing Superstition. Uh, any Muppets? Uh, no, enjoying no the... Muppets. Wow. Or, uh, yeah, it's just a bunch it's of kids. Kind of fucked up. They wouldn't. They were like, you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't like uh, the music of Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. It's too terrified ad- of Muppets. Really? It's like, don't let them near me. Well, imagine you're Stevie Wonder, you're having a long conversation with somebody, and then you're saying goodbye, and he's like, oh, let's hug. And then for the first time, he feels, oh, oh you're okay. actually a giant bird. Yeah. 
I had no idea you didn't mention that. Not that you should have to like, right? You know, but like, it puts him in an awkward position. Yeah, so I understand why he doesn't, why he didn't want any Muppets attending his performance <laughs> after something like that. We do you think if you were having a all right, let's pretend you couldn't see. Okay. And you're having a long conversation. Would you be more disturbed if at the end of the conversation, you know, and it would make sense with these two characters that they would want a hug from you. Right. Would you be more disturbed if when you finally hug them, they were Big Bird or Elmo? Mm, I think I'd be more disturbed by Big Bird. Yeah? I think fur, like I'm accustomed to like petting a dog. <laughs> Or like, <laughs> but you've just been having a conversation with. Yeah, but guess what? Uh huh. Big Bird's no freaking brain genius, but also oh, like, come on, that's not fair. He at least knows how to talk with proper diction. El- like I'd know something that was up with Elmo when he'd be like, Elmo likes. Uh, it's like, yeah. all right, why are you talking like this? Who's Elmo? Oh, you're El- okay. You're yeah, talking in the third person. What about Snuffleupagus? Oh, that's... That would be freaky. I don't know how you would do a hug. Yeah, exactly. He'd be like, oh, you just have to hug me. And then he'd hug... Hug my snout. Yeah, and then he'd be like, what the hell? Your snout? I had no idea you weren't a man. That you're actually... What is he, like a woolly mammoth kind of guy? Yeah. Yeah. Like an imaginary thing. Although I did see him on the street in real life, Tom. (laughs) It's not imaginary. Uh, I was reading a thing about how they had to change the fact that he was imaginary. Yeah, so the original storyline with Snuffleupagus, mm-hmm. Snuffy, as he's uh, yeah, affectionately known, yeah, uh, is Big Bird Yeah, would see him all the time and mm-hmm. talk to him. And then conveniently when, it, when, he went to, when Big Bird went to be like, hey, meet my friend Snuffy, he wouldn't be there. So everybody thought like, oh, it's just an imaginary yeah. friend. Mm-hmm. And Big Bird was like, it was like a very much like, what is that cartoon where the uh, where the frog is singing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michigan J. Frog. Yeah. yeah. Like, Hello, my darling. Hello, my darling. But uh, basically, it was a running gag where everybody's mm-hmm. like, sure, Big Bird. Yeah. Like, which is a pretty good gag. It is. But then like... Child psychologists always have to come in and uh, ruin all the gags. Yeah, came in. They're and probably like, the one that got that got rid of that Superman fighting the chimp cartoon. <laughs> and they were just like, "This is actually a bad message to give kids that, like, hey, yeah. if something's happening to you and you go and tell an adult, they might not believe you. Yeah, and you just have to live with that. And it's just like <laughs> that's not a message that you tell kids that, like." Grown-ups won't believe you when you tell when when you tell them what happened to you. Yeah, and also uh, chimps, especially a giant chimp, it's going to be so strong you're not going to be able to beat it. So don't even try fighting in the first place. Tim, uh, I know you've got a beard. You don't you don't shave very often. Yeah, I shave my cheeks you, and my, my my face cheeks and my neck. Your face cheeks. It's yeah. Good that you clarified which cheeks you shave. Yeah, because I've seen when you don't shave your face cheeks, you start looking like a werewolf or, yeah, or wolf a wolf man. man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also have to shave even when I keep like a a little beard or something. I got to uh, shave my neck, shave shave also my cheeks, so I don't look like a wolf man. And I do it. So I look nice. So I look presentable. So I don't look like uh, some neckbeard walking around, right? 
Mm-hmm. And it makes you feel young. You can slap yourself, and it feels nice when you got a nice, fresh shave. You can do the thing where you put both hands and go, ah, yeah. like uh, Macaulay Culkin. Tim, we're not allowed to uh, mention that. Oh, we're not sorry. allowed to. We, we, don't, we don't have a license for that. Uh, no matter why you shave, Harry's has you covered for the best shave of your life at a price you'll love. From their legendary high-quality razors to skin products like exfoliating face wash and hydrating lotion, Harry's gives you a premium shave without the premium price tag. Uh, Tim, we both got sent these uh, these uh, starter sets. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come with uh, the razor, very nice razor, very good at uh, shaving, and also this foaming foaming shave gel. I've got it right here. This stuff's beautiful. It feels uh, great on your skin. A million bucks. And guess what? It feels great on your face cheeks, let me tell you. It does feel good on your uh, face cheeks. The starter set is a $13 value, and it's just $3 at harrys.com slash guide. It includes a five-blade German-engineered razor. The Germans and, and their engineering. They know what they're doing. Weighted handle, nice weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover. Uh, and then you can schedule deliveries for as low as $2 for refills. Half what you pay for other blades. Get your best shave ever with Harry's razors and skincare products. Get a $13 starter set for just $3 at harrys.com slash guide. That's harrys.com slash guide for a $3 starter set. Tom. Yes. You know I have a beard, right? I do know you, you have a beard, it? yeah. But guess what? What? I use a razor to shave my face yes. well, my cheeks and my neck and you want to know who i do it for not for me i'm lazy <laughs> i would let myself go do you do it for me is that what you're getting I at do it for you all right i do it because i'm a father yes and i want to set a good example for my son uh-huh. shouldn't let yourself go and plus i have to drop him off at daycare every day right and i don't want all the administrative people there thinking like uh, this guy shouldn't oh be raising gosh, a kid. Like, do do yeah, we have to call somebody? To hose him down. Yeah. You know, check my ID every time I go in there. No matter why you shave or who you shave for, mm-hmm. Harry's has you covered for the best shave of your life at a price you'll love. Tom? Yeah. I uh, received a... Uh, the, the, uh, a razor set. Yeah, the uh, the starter pack, guys. Starter, starter set. Starter pack. Yeah, yes. Tom. This thing looks cool. Mm-hmm. Um, feels nice. Yeah, feels nice so weight nice. to it. Yeah, exactly. And it comes with like the normal thing, and mm-hmm. then like a travel cover, so it's yeah. like you don't slice your hand open on the razor. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, and they also send you a little bit of a foaming yeah, shave yeah. gel, Tom. These things work great together. Yes. A razor and the foaming shave gel make for, you use them together, use them at the same Uh time, make for an It's like peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah. Look, the starter set is a $13 value, and you can get it for just $3 at harrys.com slash guide, Tom. Mm -hmm. And this is what it includes. A five-blade German-engineered razor. German-engineered. You love to see it. Weighted handle. You mentioned it. Foaming mm. shave gel and a travel cover. Oh, we covered all this already. Yeah. 
Um, hey, can, it's worth saying twice. Yeah, and you can schedule de- delivery for refills as low as $2, half of what you pay for other blades, and you don't have to go to the freaking yeah, store and press the button. It. It's like it's always behind oh, the plastic yeah, thing yeah, now, nowadays, right? Yeah. You, you don't want to deal with that. And then you that. go like, ah, this, this blade's fine. I don't need a new one. No, get the, when you got the new ones coming automatically, you're just always going to have sharp, nice blades. Exactly. So, Tom, mm-hmm. Harry says the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, and I think I'm contributing to that yeah, by being a like satisfied it. customer. And they're still offering a no-risk trial. If you don't like your shave, no worries. It's on them. Wow. Get your best shave ever with Harry's razors and skincare products. Get a $13 starter set for just $3 at harrys.com slash guide. That's harrys.com slash guide for a $3 starter set. Not bad. They also make the shampoo and conditioner thing that uh-huh. I use. Yeah. Uh, it's a shampoo and conditioner. Yeah. It smells like mint. It's lovely. Oh, well, so I'll have to check that out too. Tom, back to Sesame Street. Yes. Hey, by the way, can you tell me how to get to Sesame Street? Uh, hang out left. Where? <laughs> next, uh, Next left. <sighs> Remember when people used to give directions? Yeah. It was great. It was the best. It was no, best. I hated it. As somebody that's Well, not- Tom, you were always lost. You have no sense of direction. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So when I would ask somebody like, hey, how do I get to uh, Sesame Street or whatever? Yeah. Uh, and they would go, all right, here's, here's what you're going to do. You hit a mile up this road. You're going to see a fork. You're going to want to bear right. And then there's going to be a second left. Don't take that. Take the third left. I And I just could not remember directions when somebody was telling them to me. So that's that's a you problem. Yeah, I was saying, remember when people used to give directions? I hated that. Yeah. People still sometimes try and do that. Sometimes try and give me directions. Uh, I have to stop them and go like, I'm just going to put it in my phone. Yeah, I like my dad loves doing that where mm-hmm. it's just like, or like uh, we were all going to my parents' house. Mm-hmm. My brother was coming from Massachusetts. And my dad was like, and uh, your dad was on the phone giving him directions the whole way. <laughs> not the whole way, but like called him and he's uh, like, uh, I saw on the news that like part of I 95 is closed mm-hmm. down because like something happened. Yeah. So uh, take, you know, 87 to blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And my brother was like, all right, I'm sure it'll just like update, uh, update in my yeah. phone. Like, the, and he's just like, all right, I think you can take it. Like it says here, let me get online and see. And like my brother was just like, I appreciate the help, but like, yeah, but it's gonna auto redirect. Our me. generation is dumb, and like, whenever I drive up to mm-hmm. my in laws, yeah. like, the first thing my father in law asked me is, "Hey, what route did you guys take?" <laughs> and like, I don't know, yeah, because like, I don't know what road I was on at any point. <laughs> I just drove, and when they said like, "Get off at this exit," I was like, "Cool, thanks, lady," and yeah. I get off at that exit and just go, and so like. Like, I've been, ah, I was, you know, the usual way, 95. <laughs> he's yeah. like, that, that road is nowhere near us. Yeah, it took the big road, yeah. the big road all the way up. And I appreciate that. A like, straight shot. I understand how that generation is just yeah. like, yeah, this was like a big consideration. Of course, like they're going to know, right. or of course they're going to like 
want a heads up on this. It's like, no, a robot tells me what to do and I follow it. And it yeah. always works. Yeah. It's like, yeah, there, you know, that's, that used to be the big conversation after a long trip. Like, ah, I had to get, you know, yeah. I mean, there's still some like, ah, how was it? You know, was there yeah. traffic? Was there bad weather? Um, and also like, I get angry when it's like, <laughs> yeah, they told me we'd get here at 1233 and we got here at 1236. So like <laughs> yeah. fucking useless, useless. Uh, I've already sent an email to Tim Cook complaining. <laughs> um, yeah, I used Apple Maps, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Apple it, Maps is good now. Oh yeah, Apple Maps is I'll good keep now. keep giving says, all uh, your information to Google. I mean, they introduced me to Blippi. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, uh, uh, oh, I completely forget what I was going to say. <laughs> Something about, oh, I was thinking recently when I was driving a car uh, and like following the directions on the GPS, that was like, this kind of sucks. I'm just like a shitty autopilot. Like, yeah. like realizing how exactly I'm following things and that I'm like kind of not paying, I'm paying attention to the road and everything, but I'm not paying attention to where I am and where I'm going really. Right. Cause I'm just trusting this thing that I'm like, yeah, it is kind of bullshit. Like that. I'm an intermediary between two machines right now. Like, yeah, can't these two machines just talk to each other, figure oh, this out. That's your problem. I just feel like you're not like worried. Like, People used to use their brains all the time, and now mm. we don't use our brains at all. We use it for good stuff, Tim. Like what? Memes and going viral. Tom, mm-hmm. we do love going viral. <laughs> <laughs> you and I love going viral. We go viral every week on this show, and it's incredible. It's changed our lives. Oh, God, the rush I get from going viral. <laughs> yeah, it's not like anything else. Uh, Tim, let's get back to Sesame Street talk. All right. Uh, I was, I was also looking up some, uh, like I said, some interesting facts about Sesame street, uh, besides just how to get there that Oscar the grouch was Mm. originally orange yeah, and not green. He turned green after he like took a trip to the swamp. No, no. He went to the swamp. Oh, there was like a storyline where he turned I don't think there was a storyline, but I think, you know, one day he was just green and some kid was like, hey, how come you're green? He's like, I went to the swamp. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. A (laughs) a classic retcon. Uh, But let me tell you, I was looking at some pictures of uh, 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 Orange Oscar. Pretty cool looking. Well, when HBO Max came out, Tom, Uh you could watch like old episodes. Yeah. Big Bird's eyes were all fucked up and he was scary. (laughs) You know, you ever see like the original Big Bird? It's like you ever see the original Miss Piggy? It's like, how did anybody think this was okay? How did anybody find this woman sexy? <laughs> and like modern day Miss Piggy. Sure, of course. Yeah, I'm a red blooded uh, straight American male. Of course, I'm going to be interested in what she's got on offer. Now, you see some of the original Sesame Street Muppets, and you're just like. Man, they could not. They shouldn't have put this on TV. Yeah, yeah, that would be like terrifying. Also, right? like in those early episodes, like I think they have to have like disclaimers on them. Like some of the yeah. puppets are like smoking cigarettes. <laughs> well, I didn't realize that the this uh, uh, I 
I guess unrelated, but related uh, that in Arrested Development, when Job had Franklin the puppet, that yeah. that was based on uh, Franklin. Yeah. yeah, from Sesame Street. Yeah. I didn't know that. That yeah. was like a jive talking puppet that did did not last long before people complained. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, I think that's probably one of those things where it's like everybody wrote in to complain, you know, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, everybody's like... offended by this uh, in their own unique way. Uh, but yeah, Oscar used to be orange. Uh, I didn't know that Bert has a twin brother. What's Bert's twin brother's name? Bart. Bart. Yep. Tom, Bert and Ernie. Uh-huh. Look, I'm not for franchises. <laughs> But there should be a Bert and Ernie extended universe. I want to know more. I want to see them on more adventures. Yeah, together. I want to see their day to day life. Like make the whole show about Bert and Ernie. Yeah, I remember. I mean, as a kid, I was a real Bert and Ernie head. They Hell were my yeah. favorite, and I just remember like every. Did epi- you consider yourself a Bert or an Ernie? Um. I don't know what I considered myself. I know I liked Ernie more. I aligned myself with Ernie. Yeah. Bert was too uptight. I couldn't relate. Yeah, but you but you still liked him. I liked him. Yeah. I respected the hell out of him, Tom. <laughs> and and I when he when he would do the uh the pigeon. Yeah, the dance. Yeah. yeah. It was so weird looking. <laughs> I don't like when they make Muppets have legs. Yeah. Especially like in like the eighties, when yeah. it was like the green screen technology, like they didn't like figure out how to make it look like natural. And- yeah, it was just like we'll put a real long like coat hanger attached <laughs> to each foot, and a guy yeah. just out of frame will be moving yeah. these feet. Uh, but I remember even when I was little, every episode of Sesame Street, thinking, "Boy, I can't wait till Bert and Ernie are on." And then when Bert and Ernie would be on, I would think, uh, "I wonder if Bert and Ernie are going to be back in this episode." <laughs> And uh, usually they weren't. I didn't like Bert and Ernie when, uh, when like, uh, you know, they went to like, uh, like the uh, Kermit and Miss Piggy's wedding and stuff. I don't like seeing Bert and Ernie with a lot of other Muppets. <laughs> I didn't like Bert and Ernie when I saw them at Kermit and Miss Piggy's wedding. <laughs> what was what was wrong? Why are they there? They don't know him that well. They don't know either of them that well. What do you mean? How That's do you one know? thing, but I don't like. He knows Kermit pretty well. Kermit hangs around Sesame Street. That's a lot. true. Yeah, uh, I don't like. I just don't like when Bert and Ernie. Are, I like Bert and Ernie when they're just talking to each other. I feel like when, when especially Ernie, when he has to, like interact with other people, he has to, like kind of be normal. Tom, <laughs> this is absolutely right. Modern day Sesame uh-huh. Street separates Bert and Ernie sometimes. Sometimes, oh. sometimes like. Ernie's just hanging out with freaking like Abby Cadabby or like yeah. uh no, that's weird. I mean that's not as weird as if it were Bert. Yeah, Bert you know, Bert will hang with like Elmo. Oh, that's so weird. And why they talk about it? There was a whole thing like in like the early two thousands mm-hmm. were a shitty time for culture. Yeah, yeah. And like and gay panic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like gay, and like I think there was a point where like uh, like Sesame Street, like it's like they mentioned it on the Today Show or something, and like mm-hmm. Sesame Street had to like put out a statement being like, they're puppets, they have no sexuality. Yeah, that's like, that's not something that's like not, ever considered. Yeah, 
none of these characters. Yeah, they're, a, not what they're they are. a classic comedy duo yeah. that teach kids about fucking kindness and letters. Yeah. Every, like, whatever. Yeah, nobody's like, yeah, and Oscar the Grouch, which way does he swing? Yeah, who is he having sex with? <laughs> right. Yeah, that I thought was the best response of just, like, basically we're not even going to dignify yeah, this with asking, an answer. are you asking, like, hey. Uh, they have separate beds, for God's sake. Well, so did Lucy and uh, Ricky. And yeah. They had little Ricky, so how did that happen? Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, but yeah, I like uh, Bert and Ernie. Yeah, but nobody, you know, nobody asked that about other kids' characters. No, and it was just... What are they getting down with? Yeah. You guys, did you guys film any of that? (laughs) Uh, You gonna put any of that up on Max? Um, Yeah, I mean, there's just, well, and that actually kind of ties into, I was reading some... uh, conspiracy theories about (laughs) (laughs) about Sesame Street. (laughs) And look, I love a good conspiracy theory. I love a fun conspiracy theory, but I get real mad. You love a problematic conspiracy theory. (laughs) I get real mad when I read one and it's like, and, and people are serious about it. It's like nobody's thinking that deeply about you are the congratulations. You are thinking way more deeply about this thing than anyone else ever has. Um, but one was that uh, Mr. No- you know, Mr. Noodles. Yeah, Mr. Noodle. Mr. Noodle. Yeah. Uh, he's in hell. All right. So Mr. Noodle is part of Elmo's world. Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a segment where we go into Elmo's room. Yeah. They play some matching game. world. No. <laughs> we get a little peek. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, See if they're fucking or not. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm getting into lucid dreaming, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> so I can create my own Bert and Ernie world that I can visit. <laughs> you know what, Tim? I, I support it. Create the world you want to see, right? Yeah, and they won't it, let hey. me into Kaufman Astoria Studios to, to, yeah, to take so out the gonna puppets. Have, you're going to have to lose to a do, dream your way in. Yeah, Tim, to, anything I can do to support you in this, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to do. So Mr. Noodle, like uh, Elmo opens the window when he's learning about a certain topic. Uh-huh. Opens the window shade and looks out the window. And there's a man there yeah. named Mr. Noodle. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like a silent film guy. Yeah. Like he does like big, like mime stuff. Yeah. He doesn't like, talk. Yeah. Tom, sometimes mm-hmm. it's, uh, Mr. Noodle's sister, Mrs. Noodle or mm-hmm. Ms. Noodle. Yeah. And sometimes that is played by, uh, who's the lady from Broad City? Uh, Alana Glazer? Yes. Okay. Um, Sometimes it's uh, Mr. Noodle's poodle noodle. No. <laughs> okay. Zoodle? Ah, whatever. Sometimes it's a dog. Yeah. But like, it's always like, hey, we're learning about like uh, dinner today. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, it's like, uh, or we're learning about breakfast foods. It's like, yeah. oh, do you eat a hamburger for breakfast? Mr. Noodle, you don't eat a hamburger for breakfast. You know, like, yeah. stuff like that. Silly, silly so, shit. Silly shit that like I love, everybody loves. Uh-huh. But apparently this man is in hell. Yeah. Well, I also saw that uh, sometimes it's like Mr. Noodle's uncle and his name's Mr. Noodle. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Or it's Mr. Noodle's brother, Mr. Noodle. <laughs> Um, this is from mentalfloss.com. Okay. Uh, Dental floss. Can a 
grown man really enjoy taking orders from a, a squeaky red puppet? And why does Mr. Noodle live outside a window in Elmo's house anyway? According to this hilariously bleak theory, no, Mr. Noodle does not like dancing for Elmo, but he has to because he's an L. Think about it. He's seemingly trapped in a surreal place where he can't talk, but he has to do whatever a fuzzy monster named Elmo says. So, definitely sounds like hell. <sighs> Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weak because it's like, well, if there's like a version of hell where you you are a silent film actor, if that's a normal thing, sure, I'll believe that. Um, But I would not want to be possessed by Mr. Noodle. That would not be. uh, (laughs) All right. (laughs) That would not show the street toughs that I'm also like tough. Yeah. Just show me to be a look out, Mr. Noodles here. (laughs) Yeah. You know what, Tim? It makes a lot of sense that Mr. N- I think Mr. Noodle has a dog named Mr. Noodle. No, it's it's called It's called something else. Yeah, Mr. I thought Noodle's the dog's Poodle. name was Mr. Noodle. No. Who's you Does that Elmo have I, a Does Elmo have a dog, a golden retriever? He has a dog. What's the dog's name? Um I thought the dog's name was Orphy or something. I thought the dog's name oh. was Mr. Noodle and I thought that was great. Mr. Noodles, Poodle, Schmoodle. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, here's another one, Tim. Another, and it's a real dog. It's not a puppet dog. Yeah, Tom. I know, and that's why I liked it. And I, I found it a little disconcerting because it's like, look, I don't know if Elmo's equipped to take care of a an actual dog. If he had a Muppet dog, sure, because I, you know, probably like a Muppet dog's hard to kill. But a regular dog, I don't know, I almost going to forget to put water out for him or something. Right. Tom, uh, Mr. Noodle is played by Bill Irwin, mm-hmm. um, the guy from Evening Shade. Uh, I believe he tragically died from a stingray barb to the heart. You're thinking of... Bill Irwin, yeah. Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. That's right, yeah. Uh, Tim, have you also heard this theory that Elmo is the son of Animal? Elmo? Mm -hmm. No, they show. I know they show that Elmo has a dad. I think his dad's name's Louie. Perhaps. Uh, but, uh, this theory, it says, okay, so remember when animal chases a shrieking woman out of the college auditorium in the Muppets take Manhattan? Sure. One fan thinks Elmo had a fling with this lady or animal had a fling, which produced Elmo while the two might have, uh, yeah, this says while the two might have similar coloring, the theory completely ignores Elmo's dad worried about who's having sex with who on, on Sesame street. Yeah, and also like positing that uh, humans can mate with Muppets and it would produce Muppet offspring. That's offensive to me as a human. (laughs) But then thinking thinking about sister Ms. Noodle is also portrayed by Amber Ruffin. Oh, okay. Big fan of Amber Ruffin. Yeah. Um, Let me ask you this. If a Muppet did procreate with a human being. Right. Would it produce a monstrosity or is that the explanation of like what Guy Smiley is? Oh, like a human Muppet. A human Muppet. 
Guy Smiley is a game show host. Guy Smiley is a game show host. I also he was always my favorite guy as a as a little kid because I also loved game shows. Yeah, well, and he was he was fun. I also found out that uh, uh, Guy Smiley is a stage name, Tim. His real name is Bernie Liederkranz. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good. That's a good bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, which does make sense. That guy Smiley would be, but you know, where do those guys come from? The human Muppets. I mean, where do any of them come from? They just—they're like, not everything needs <laughs> lore. <laughs> but it makes things more fun if there's some kind of. There has to be some method to the madness. Why? Why are there human Muppets? Because they're fun. Why not? Why isn't Guy Smiley like a bear? Because he's a guy. It's right in the name. But don't you think that it could be because... You ever uh, hear a bear uh, named Guy? But don't you think it could be because a human's had sex with a Muppet? Probably, yeah, of course. Okay, that's all I It depends on what kind of Muppet, though. Because that's the other thing. There are monsters, right? There Mm -hmm. are Sesame Street monsters. Right. And I don't think Guy Smiley could be the offspring of a monster. But he doesn't have any knows? monster-like qualities. Yeah, but do you think he'd be like the offspring of Big Bird or something? He doesn't have feathers either. Right. Yeah, Big Bird's also like uh, five years old yeah, or something, right? this is disgusting what you're <laughs> positing right now. <laughs> Despite the fact that Big Bird's been around for 40 years, 40 plus, That's 50 the, years. Oh, yeah. So, uh, no, he must be stuck in hell because he doesn't <laughs> age. <laughs> It's obvious that Big Bird is uh, suffering. This, this must be a Dorian Gray devil. situation. He's got a, a portrait of himself up in the attic. Yeah. And it's a bird's nest. That's a good place for a bird's nest up in the attic. Well, no, he has a big bird's nest right there on uh, Sesame Street. Yeah, but a bird's nest, you find bird's nests in attics sometimes. In like so Maria and Lewis's attic. Yeah. There's like a bird's nest with a picture of big bird in it <laughs> picture of big bird <laughs> like an old decrepit bird yeah so that the the real big bird uh doesn't age did you see uh i i read an article i, I forget where it was this week but about like uh i guess there was like a new episode of the simpsons where it seems like they're maybe playing with the idea of aging the simpsons characters it's very the simpsons is very interesting these days tom it's good again <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it kind of struck me as like, nah, I think that was a one episode thing they were doing. Yeah. But, but they were like, oh, maybe they are going to, because the, I, I and I'm going to agree with you here about fucking lore, because they're like, otherwise, how does it explain that Homer and Marge met in the 60s, but then also in the 90s, but right. that's when Bart and Lisa were born, because it's a fucking cartoon. <laughs> it's not real. That's how it's explained. Yeah. And they're like... The Nobody sh- was meant to think about... Like, this is what I'm talking about, Tom. Uh-huh. Because we don't have to get directions anymore. <laughs> and we don't have to know how to get to places. We worry with about shit like this. Is Mr. Noodle in hell? <laughs> I wasn't worried about if he's in hell. If he's in hell, maybe he's there for a good reason. Are the Simpsons aging? Like, how does how do we reconcile... Um, uh, Simpsons episode from 1993 with one from 2023. <laughs> it's Guys, like we reconcile it by knowing the show's been on for what 35 years yeah, at this point. But we don't know how to use our fucking brains. Yeah. Oh, I'm so angry. Do you think maybe Mr. Noodles in hell because he's Elmo's dad, and you're not supposed to have sex with Muppets, but he did? I mean, I could see you going to hell for that, right? 
A hundred percent. If God caught you doing oh, that. This oh, this is unnatural. I yeah. cast you to hell. Yeah. <laughs> and hell's and the gonna... devil. Oh, the devil's like, hey, we're happy to have you. We do no. all sorts of crazy oh, cool. stuff like that. Oh, yeah. cool. New kinds of freaks. <laughs> it's a sex all with... Muppets, Tom. Mm-hmm. It's not known, uh, widely known. All Muppets do go to hell. Yeah, eventually they wind up in hell. Yeah. They're abominations. There's, yeah, there's no Muppet in heaven, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, uh, Has a Muppet ever canonically died? I don't know. I was reading that uh, there were like people mad online a long time ago because after Mr. Hooper died, mm-hmm. uh, there were... Oh, I think it was... Mr. Hooper died before Jim Henson. Yeah, Mr. Hooper, like he died in the early 80s. Yeah. So Mr. Hooper was a character on Sesame Street. He was an older mm-hmm. gentleman who owned yeah. the store on Sesame Street. Yeah, like a general yeah just store. like a very friendly guy to all the kids and Muppets. And the actor passed away. Yeah. And they're like, what do we do? Do we just write him out of the show? And they were like, nope, let's cover like, his yeah, death. Yeah, let's address it. In like a very, uh, mm-hmm. in like big, it's like Big Bird learning about death. Yeah. And like there's this heartbreaking scene where like they like explain to him that Mr. Hooper's gone and not coming yeah. back and Big Bird's like, Okay. Well I drew this picture of him. Uh so uh, I'll just give it to him when he comes back later. And yeah. it's just like one of the humans being like, Big Bird, do you, know what you Big Bird, means? what are you stupid? <laughs> what are you a fucking moron? <laughs> you got shit in your ears? What I tell you? The guy's He's dead. dead. <laughs> He's six feet under. He ain't dead. D D dead as a doornail. Um, uh, I was reading that they showed that episode on Thanksgiving so that to parents like would be around. Ruin kids? No, so that, that like fam a family was yeah. more likely to be together when when that episode aired yeah. and the, and kids had questions afterwards. Um, but uh, <laughs> tell my kid that Blippy died. <laughs> Flippy died. They ain't even make an episode about it. Yeah, that's why we can't access his videos anymore. <laughs> his family uh, thought it was demeaning, and they uh, issued he, a he died. He was the only one with the password. And yeah. uh, there's a new Blippy, Tom. Yeah, they switched out Blippies. Well, I remember reading that there was a big controversy when they did a Blippy live tour because well, they used actors, yeah. different actors, to play Blippy. And then it came out that Blippi did a video before yeah, he was he, Blippi. where he was like shitting. Yeah, he diarrhea on, yeah. on uh, for the Harlem Shake videos. Yeah, yeah. And it turns out Blippi, like he had a, uh, a character called like something Grossman or whatever. Uh, <laughs> the Diarrhea Grossman. Yeah, and it was just like he was he's, he was just a guy that was trying to go viral. And then yeah. he's like, let me try kids content. And yeah. it worked. Mm-hmm. And then he had to like try to scrub all of his other crap up. <sighs> yeah. But whatever. Like, Which, like, when you hear about people like uh, Fred Rogers, where it's like his whole life was like, I just want to help children. And then you read, like, it's a guy who just wanted to go viral. His first thought was, I'll make a video where I diarrhea on my friend. <laughs> and when that doesn't work, I'll try kids. Oh, the second time worked. Great. <laughs> now I'm going to do this for the next 10 yeah, years. Yeah, I'll just keep doing this. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so the Blippy live show, it's like, I. If I were a parent, I'd be like, oh. like, yeah, you would not give it. Yeah. Well, the only thing that I read, which I do get that 
people were mad about was that they were selling like meet and greet tickets. Uh, and that I get that like if if you're in the you know audience, a kid's not gonna realize, but if you're meeting them, then the kid might be like, What the hell? What's yeah, going on I here? don't know. I think if you have the voice and the costume, uh we only watched a written ninety nine out of a hundred kids are gonna be fooled. We were watching some OG Blippy when uh when when uh, our son was like uh, first getting into him, uh huh, and we turned on. You, you had to start from the beginning, otherwise <laughs> yeah, exactly. you'd be lost. But we got to one where like the new Blippy is in videos. Oh, okay. And, like, my son didn't clock it. My wife walks into the room and she screams, <laughs> "That's not Blippy!" And I was like, "Yo, shut up! <laughs> turn it off! Turn it off!" <laughs> it's like, "Shut up!" He didn't realize. <laughs> the hell is this? You trying to trick me? Um, I was also reading, you mentioned that Kermit's in, uh, a lot of, uh, the Sesame Best Street. Sesame Street clip of all time. What? Kermit doing the ABCs with the little girl. And she, oh, yeah, and yeah. keeps saying Cookie Monster. Uh-huh. And then laughing so hard. Uh-huh. Ah, it is, it, it's the perfect clip. That, that's like a, a early 70s, mid 70s. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Um, that, uh, I didn't realize this, but again, it makes sense that, um, apparently Kermit is seen as like Jim Henson's alter ego mm-hmm. that, uh, that he, he shared, which is weird. Cause it's I like, his vo- you ever hear J- Jim Henson talk? Yeah. Yeah. He's he does sound Kermit's like Kermit. Voice. Yeah. Um, and he says, hi, ho, I'm Jim Henson. <laughs> uh, but that's kind of not an alter ego. It's They were describing it as an alter ego, and it, it sounded more like, no, Kermit is, he has the same personality as Jim Henson. Right. That's not an alter ego. Well, it's like his his representation in the Muppet and Sesame Street world. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. It's like, Tom, it's mm-hmm. like Brian the dog is Seth MacFarlane's... Uh, oh, yeah. Is that true? Represent- I guess that makes sense. I mean, he just has the voice of Seth, Seth MacFarlane. And so it's like, uh, you know, boilerplate liberal stuff. Um, I Limousine was, liberal stuff. <laughs> I was also reading about, uh, you know, we talked about how uh, uh, controversial the count is. Mm-hmm. In, in Afghanistan. In Afghanistan. Uh, I have some other interesting things to say about the count, but uh, well, let's do the plugs first. Let's, Wait, hold on. Let me uh-huh. tell you one thing, Tom. Mm-hmm. You ever watched Jim? You haven't lived until you've watched Jim Henson's funeral on YouTube. <laughs> oh, with like Muppets giving eulogies and yeah, stuff? Yeah, fucking rules, Tom. Oh, Tom, I think I did have... read something about like Big Bird gave a, a eulogy. Oh, he comes out and sings It's Not Easy Being Green. Yeah. Tom. Not a dry eye in the house. Honestly, if you ever want to remind yourself that like you're a human being and not a conduit between two machines, <laughs> just go to YouTube. Like, look it up. It's like you can find like a, 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 yeah. a cut down of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Jim Henson died tragically young. Yeah. Um, and he wanted like everybody to come to his funeral and dress in bright colors and have mm-hmm. a celebration of his life all the muppet performers came yeah tom watch this thing you'll be fucking weeping like a baby and you'll also be <laughs> laughing because like they they uh-huh. also pull a lot of like hilarious bits and like uh-huh. uh does he fall out of the coffin <laughs> he does fall out of the coffin but like and then uh but, but it's an accident it's not a funny bit <laughs> but uh tom it's it's the best way to spend some some time when uh i don't know 
when i just want to feel sad yeah you want to feel sad but you want to feel human yeah i just want to feel alive uh but that reminded me because we got off topic before that um after jim henson died apparently there were rumors online which at that point must have been like i don't know fucking usenet Usenet. yeah Yeah. um that they were gonna kill off bert uh, to like teach children about death again, I guess, uh, with Jim Henson dying. But it's like kids don't know who Jim Henson is. Yeah. And and it doesn't matter for this show that that he died. You don't yeah, need Kermit's to... going to sound weird for. Yeah. And so is uh, Ernie. But right. Like, yeah. But, but you don't have to kill Bert uh, to teach kids about that. So I believe that's the closest uh, we've come to a Muppet canonically dying. Mm, that's true. Well, well, the closest uh, we came was a rumor. Okay. Tom, have you seen this viral tweet that's gone around where it's just like, a girl at a party told me, like, um, she wouldn't give me my number. She wouldn't give anyone her number before seeing their YouTube uh-huh. recommendations. <laughs> okay. Because, like, that is the best indicator of a red yeah, flag. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which is super smart, right? Yeah. Like, for a, yeah, like, yeah hey, let me see what me. they're pushing you. Yeah, because, like, that will show me what you're, you've been consuming. Yeah. And he takes it out. And the first <laughs> video was, what if Big Bird had, had exploded in the Challenger disaster? <laughs> yeah, because Big Bird was supposed to be on the Challenger. Yeah, the Challenger... Was a, a tried it was a, a space shuttle launch mm-hmm, that, that and uh, exploded. They were kicking around. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's bring Big Bird here to teach kids about space, space exploration. Yeah, yeah famously, and a were teacher they going to bring on... Carol Spinney on there? That that's what I that the was the impression that, I got. Yeah, yeah. the the, the per- mm-hmm. person inside the suit. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry for uh, taking a peek behind the curtain. <laughs> um, and instead, they're like, oh, "I'll just get a school teacher." Actually, yeah. Um, but then, it, like, and then they like the Challenger mm-hmm. launch was like engineered to be like, "This is the one we're going to use to teach kids about." Space. Yeah, so, so we'll, we'll do have it. it we'll live. show it in all the yeah. schools, and mm-hmm. like, it exploded. But like, if Big Bird had been on that, like, <sighs> that man was right to watch that video. <laughs> And that woman should have dated him. <laughs> she she didn't, she said? I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was going to be one of those, like, and now they're married, yeah. and they're very happy together. Yeah, because I- honeymoon f- at Cape Canaveral. <laughs> I feel like if that did happen, they would have had to write Big Bird off the show. Like, yeah, Or not so. write him off, but like- ha- Write him off and, and say like he died in that explosion. Yeah, walks back all charred, just going like, "Whoo!" Yeah, I mean, Boy, it was that a was a close bird. one. He we could... all got out alive. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he could fly. Yeah, can he? Yeah, he can fly. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, so. he's flown in things. Really? I think. You ever it... watch Follow That Bird? Yeah, I think that, that might be Street what movie? he what he flew in. He'd paint him blue and put him in a cage for Christ's sakes. <laughs> If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgt.com. You can find all our social media links there, our subreddit, our Discord. You can also find our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide. You get a bonus episode every week. Um, Books the podcast. Books the podcast usually is the show we're doing. This week we're doing, what, short stories the podcast? Yeah, they're still books. Yeah, they're still books. Are, do- are we doing short story month on uh, books the podcast? Yeah, we're doing short story month. We're going to read we some- jump into a gump and co? 
Well, damn you. I thought we were going to tease that out a little bit longer. All right, bleep that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, short stories. We we both read The Monkey's Paw. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. That hey, That's something they never tackled on Sesame Street, the tale of the monkey's paw. I'm sure Bert and Ernie did like a version yeah, of it. Yeah, probably. Like, And it was like a monkey at a zoo. Yeah. It, was, it was alive and the paw was attached to him. Uh, Patreon.com slash complete guide. Um, oh, let me tell you about these count facts real okay, quick. Yeah, yeah. You know how you know how old the count is, Tim? Um, five hundred. Tim, the count is nearly two million years old, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> according to him. He was born October 9th, one million eight hundred thirty thousand six hundred fifty three BCE. When did he say that? I don't, I, I'm not sure, but I imagine it was honestly, I don't know if you could take him at his word here, because I think it was probably just he wanted to say a bunch of numbers. Yeah. You know, and he was like, and the year was one, eight, three, zero. That's great. Six, five, three. Oh, he turned into Arnold Schwarzenegger for a second. And also, originally, Count Von Count was more sinister Oh, yeah. I mean, all the Muppets were freaking yeah, scary, Tom. But he could hypnotize and stun people. Like, he had yeah, that's vampire what powers. Do, Tom. Yeah, but I feel like nowadays he's he's not doing vampire-y things. No, he's uh, counting. Can he uh, turn into a bat? Yeah. Does he do it, though? Mm-hmm, no. Yeah. But you know he can. What's the use? There's always bats around. Yeah. You think he's fucking those bats? Maybe. Yeah. You think those bats know... When he turns into a bat, oh, I guess the the other bats aren't real bats. They're Muppet bats, too. Yeah. I was going to say, when he turns into a bat. Oh, I don't know, actually. I don't know if they're supposed to be Muppet bats. Well, they're not real bats. They yeah, put... they're Muppet bats, I think. You ever try to get into the Muppet, the Sesame Street studio? <laughs> no. It's right in Queens. Okay, but the Fort Knox is right in, uh, where is Fort Knox? <laughs> See, nobody knows. That's why nobody can get it. It's actually not that protected. It's just that nobody can find it. Ooh. They oh. they kept it out of Google Maps so nobody in our generation can fucking... This, this sounds like uh, it's ripe for an Ocean's Eleven style heist. Maybe even Ocean's Twelve. I would like to go to the real Sesame Street. Uh-huh. I've been trying to get to the real Sesame Street. So I was a little kid, and then my parents were like, oh, we'll take you to Sesame Place. Mm-hmm. And I thought that meant we were going to Sesame yeah. Street. It was just an amusement park. Yeah. With like a big man in a suit in a Cookie Monster suit. And I was like, that's not Cookie Monster. Yeah, yeah sure. If you put a, a big bird in a suit, I'll believe that. But yeah. Cookie Monster's not that big. Yeah. I was supposed to go. I've never been to Sesame Place. Sesame Place is a Sesame Street theme park yeah. in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um. And I remember I was supposed to go with my cousin and she got sick. So it was like, ah, it's canceled. And I was like young enough that I was like, huh? No, her parents can take me. (laughs) I'd still like to go to Sesame Place. So I've never been to Sesame Place, Tim. And uh, Um, Well, it's not Sesame Street. You know that there is now uh, an off-Broadway show, I think, Mm -hmm. with the actual Sesame Street puppets. Really? Where they come out and like... Sing. curse and stuff yeah they curse <laughs> you, they gotta stop doing that that's never gonna work yeah like cursing muppets and, yeah. yeah 
I feel like uh, some of Jim Henson's kids are like, no, edgy mob. They made that movie with Melissa McCarthy. Like yeah, the happy yeah. Time murders or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like, nobody wants to see puppets say dirty things. I'm sorry. That's just a fact. Well, Peter Jackson made that. that. Yeah, Meet I mean, the Feebles. Yeah. There's two weeks in a row that we're mentioning Meet the Feebles <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, usually we're talking about Meet the Fuckers. Yeah. But now uh, meet meet the Feebles. I've never seen that. Maybe I'll maybe I'll watch that sometime. Um, I'd love to see what it looks like for I a Muppet go, to curse. I want to go to this Muppet Broadway show, off Broadway show. All right, but what, like, what's stopping you? Because they recommend it ages three and up. Uh huh. My but, child uh, is too. Like a you know like a hobo stubble on your kid to make him look I mean, older. They'll let you bring him in. Like <laughs> right. they, they don't have to. But be he's, like, he's not the, gonna want to sit yeah, still. Exactly. And it's gonna probably freak him out at some yeah. point. Yeah. You know, Sesame Street is now thirty minutes long. This is all the stuff that I was gonna talk about. Uh, <laughs> thirty minutes long. Yeah. Instead of an hour. Uh huh. And the budget has been cut so much, even though it's like an HBO production now. Yeah. That they do an entire season. In mm-hmm. less than two weeks. What? Yeah, it's nah. yeah. They just double up on stuff. There's like so much reused stuff. Like there's this thing where Cookie Monster and this guy Gonger. You probably don't even know that Gonger. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that Gonger. Gonger. Tom, you will fucking love Gonger. Oh okay, I'll look um, into him. They have a food truck and they may, but like every week they do this segment. It's like you know a 28 minute show or whatever, mm-hmm. and the intro. It's like three minutes long, and it's the same oh, fucking yeah. thing every week. Like yeah, that's how that's, they do it, you know. Yeah, like, that's yeah. what they used to do with the the old Voltron cartoons. Yeah, exactly. Where and it's it's like, just like, what world do we live in? Where like HBO, Warner mm-hmm. Brothers, Discovery, whatever. Yeah. Like, is funding this thing, and they're like, "Yeah, you're gonna have to make like twenty five episodes, and we'll give you like I don't know eight thousand bucks. Can you do it?" <laughs> Uh, Fun Sesame Street for Christ's sakes! Yeah, yeah, and uh, don't don't let anybody have sex with the puppets yeah. with the Muppets. Oh God! You'll all go. You'll all wind up in hell with. You'll all wind Noodle. up in hell, and you'll wind up having to bring up some kind of abomination. God's gonna be mad at you for for facilitating that, David Zasloff, and uh, he's right to be. See you next week. That was a headgum podcast.